And welcome into the Paul Farrington Show, our Tuesday edition. Paul joined alongside Jack Weinberger, Robert Ziggy Ziegler, back at the University of Virginia, his home away from home, in his Notre Dame shirt, though. Always repping the brand. We got some Catholics versus convicts right here. We do. We have a little bit of We got some Catholics versus convicts right here on the show. Oh, I guess I have an ND shirt on, too. Most of my shirts are ND. There we go. Yeah, representing uh, Notre Dame television right here. And the best executive producer in the game, Zach Bloomquist, is with us with a camera on him, as always. Ziggy, kudos to you for for getting here today. A crazy day of traveling for you uh, as we we were following your journey throughout the day. We didn't know if he was going to make it, but Ziggy said, no, no, Paul, I am going to be on this show. It is a goal of mine now. So we are we're very happy and uh, grateful that you were able to make it back in time. The delays were comical. I think the worst. So like getting getting out of uh, San Francisco this morning. First, the pilot comes on and says, like, oh, you know, we had some difficulty getting crew for this aircraft. It's going to be a few minutes. Okay, we get the crew. Then he says, all right, well, while we were waiting here, there was a fuel spill off to the side. Of course. So we can't start because we like the fuel on fire. So they got to get that cleaned up. They finally get it cleaned up. And he says, all right, guys, I don't know why, but there's a plane parked behind us. And until that plane moves, we can't move. (laughs) So just sit tight. Like, have you ever heard of a plane just rolling up and no. parking right behind you no, and I've just staying there for like a half hour? There's been so many problems with airports recently, I feel. I, the, the delays and like everything. I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, Ziggy, that is pretty funny. I, I had once, I had to get off because uh, a pilot was too tired to fly. So we all had to get off the plane and sleep in the airport. Well, but that's okay, right? Like, at least... No, you no, know, he was you, too, you, no, no, Ziggy, he was too tired to fly, so they were flying in. One of the pilots from coming in from Boston was going to take us, and then they came on 15 minutes later and said, all right, ladies and gentlemen, it appears this pilot is also too tired to fly now. I mean, what, do you want the pilot to say, yeah, I'm really sleepy, but I'm going to push through it? I think he could have done it. Oh. <laughs> but no, You do I, not want I, a sleepy pilot. I mean, I had a flight canceled as I was boarding. Like, right as I was boarding, this flight is canceled. Oh, I've, yeah, we've, I've deboarded before. It, it sounds like a crazy day for you, though, Ziggy. That's kind of nuts that Ziggy opened the day 3,000 miles away from Waking us. up in San Francisco, yeah. Yeah, and now he's doing the show from Virginia. That's crazy. I, I think the, uh, I've been to that San Fran airport. I think it's the worst airport I've ever been to in my life. Really? Oh, horrible. Small, crowded. My flight was like an hour and a half. Ziggy, after. can you concur? It's not the worst airport I've been in. It's pretty low, though. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I'm sure this could be worse, but it's low. Well, all right. We've got the AFC North today. We're breaking down the Ravens, Browns, Bengals, and Jacks Pittsburgh Steelers. If you're watching the full episode here, please take 15 seconds and comment the most fun you've had watching a football game in the last five years. I say that because I recently watched one of the episodes of Quarterback where they went over the Vikings-Bills game. Ten. And it was, oh, wasn't that amazing? I saw the first episode. I don't know if I... Oh, you gotta, you gotta watch episode three. Paul's, Paul's just gonna ruin it. Spoiler alert here, obviously. Paul's ruining it for everybody. What do you mean? The Everyone Vikings won the happened. game. Yeah, we, we, we talked about the game. Yeah. No, it was it was crazy. But uh, episode three, basically half the episode is dedicated to the Vikings-Bills game, which, outside of the Minneapolis Miracle, is probably a, maybe the best football game Viking memory I have. Eh, second, third most after the... Uh, original Minneapolis miracle with the 49ers but it was just it was so fun so if you had a moment like that last year or recently drop it in the comments section give us a like subscribe to the channel each subscriber goes a long way as we say um Jack what's the most fun you've had watching a football game I just Paul gave his uh believe it or not Ziggy it was the the half a second that where Jesse James's ball was ruled a touchdown (laughs) so I went from the the best football moment of my life to the worst in the matter a matter of minutes the best moment was when he caught the ball and it was a touchdown 
believe it or not. And the worst I mean, is when it wasn't. And the worst is when they overturned it, yep. That's funny because normally if it's the other way. Like with the Vikings, Saints, Minneapolis, Miracle, one of the worst football moments turns into the best in a few seconds. Yeah. You had it well, the opposite. Very few people have that. You heard my, I took a video. <laughs> I told you, you heard my audio in the background. Oh, yeah. I lost my mind. You sounded sound like a man possessed. Yeah. Ziggy, would you, what, what, what was it for you before we uh, start off here? For me, it's close. If I had to pick a single moment, uh, this is college, I admit. But when Avery Davis caught that like 90-yard oh, yeah. catch against Clemson or how – it wasn't that hey, long. We'll I know 90. it wasn't, but in my memory, <laughs> it was the whole field. That was if I had amazing. to pick a game, though, that Rams-Chiefs game like 2018, that was when I was first a Rams fan. I was starting to get into football. And it was like Jared Goff v. Mahomes. It was like yeah, 51 to 48. That's it was right sucked. after the fires had burned through Thousand Oaks. It's like – this is what football could be. Now, Dude. football basically hasn't ever been that since, but that's I, what football could I was be. Up 90 oh, you points. lost your fantasy game. I was up 90 yeah, yeah, yeah. points going into that Monday night football game. Mahomes playing and against Gurley Mahomes Hill. and Tyreek Hill. Yeah, it's wild. And I, I got, and I got, I didn't just lose. I got murdered. I lost by like 30. I had Jared Goff that night. I had Jared Goff that night, too. I didn't think you said Jared Goff at first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well... Maybe I did that too after I won. But. <laughs> Let me ask you real quick, Zach. Since, since we, we did it, would you say yours was... Uh, what do you have, like the Miami Miracle? I don't know how many great Dolphins moments there have been over the past. Oh, yeah, Miami Miracle has to be one of the, that one was of the greatest moments yeah. ever. You know, that's one of mine, too. Because that was like third to last week of the season, and that put us for the time being as the number one seed in the AFC. And I called <laughs> Zach. I'm like, let's go. And then we lost to Oakland. It was like 2-14. and 14. That, that was like, huge, too, wasn't it? That was like... The Pats won. They got home field advantage, but them losing. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Them the no, home field we advantage. slotted up to number one at that time yeah. when the Pats lost. But, but then even, even you as losing, they still didn't get home field advantage. Somebody else like, got home field like Kansas City or someone like yeah. that. Yeah. It's, funny we're like, it's funny how we're like, you know, let's try and keep this a tight show. We have our longest <laughs> intro <laughs> yeah. of any division show. That's just kind of how it works. <laughs> well, let's make it a little longer. Ziggy, Ziggy, just move to your left a little bit. Somehow, again, a drifter. I haven't moved at all. I, I, I somehow you did. Maybe Zach's moving. Ziggy. Zach, Zach texted Ziggy on air. Ziggy moved to your left a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he didn't listen. All right, let's. He, he doesn't uh, listen. Let's get into the AFC North. We'll again. We're going through each team, little breakdown, and then we'll share our predictions for the division. We'll wrap the show. Zach might have a couple trivia questions for us. A who wore it first? None of us have seen any of the the players he's talking about, so we have no idea what's coming. And then we'll end. We had a request to bring back the drafts. Which are so much fun. So we'll do a month's draft. What's the best month? Uh, this could really go all over the place. I think there's like some there are some objective categories in these drafts. I mean, it's never objective, but this one's really subjective. The months. I, I have no idea what we could see there. But we'll start with the Cincinnati Bengals. My big question for them is, will they take the final step? And that final step would be to become the best team in the NFL. And they're very close. They're knocking on the door. They've been there for a couple seasons. So the question is, how do they get there? And the biggest issue in Cincinnati for the past few years has been the offensive line. Remember 2021, all the issues Joe Burrow had uh, in his second season. Despite that, they get to the Super Bowl, pressure 26 times, sack seven, they lose to the Rams. They thought they addressed that coming into the 2022 season. They had four new starters on the line. And again, it was subpar. Injuries played a big role in that. Five guys were on injured reserve by the end of the season. Three of them were starters. But they still found a way to beat the Bills, and they still wound up back in the AFC Championship game. It's just a testament to how good Joe Burrow is. I mean, he gets the ball out faster than almost every quarterback in the league, and he does so extremely efficiently. But this year, they go and they make a big move. They sign Orlando Brown Jr. away from the Chiefs. He's going to be taking over at left tackle. 
And this should be the best offensive line now that Joe Burrow has ever had. Last year, he was sacked the six most times in the league, 29th rushing yards for the Bengals. It was just a disaster again. I think right now we're looking at the most talented offense the Bengals have had with Burrow. Paul, my guy. These boys won't even win their <laughs> own division. Now, uh, in all seriousness, I think when it comes to taking the big leap forward and winning a Super Bowl, well, I guess they got there, but I, it's the number one seed to me in the AFC. Because they've gone on the road before, I know that. But the one win at Kansas City, I mean, one, one can say they... They were lucky to win that game because nobody really comes back. What was it, 28 7 at the half? Something 20, 21, maybe 7. But like it should they, have they been were down. The Chiefs, the Chiefs were driving in the yes. final seconds, could have been over. And then they wouldn't have played in that Super Bowl had they didn't come back and win that game, which they'd probably come back and win that game one out of every nine, ten times they play mm-hmm. in, in Arrowhead. Then, yeah, they win in Buffalo, but then lose in Arrowhead. I think it's tough to try to bank on being road warriors against a teams like Buffalo and the Chiefs, yep. and how good these AFC teams are now. To really take that step and to become a Super Bowl favorite in my eyes, you have to go in to the AFC playoffs with home field advantage, AFC playoffs going through Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. And we've seen them, too, be successful at home. They, they've beaten the Chiefs a couple times big yeah. in Cincinnati. But if, you, if next year, right, if it's, if it's Chiefs at Bengals or Bills at Bengals or Jets at Bengals AFC chip. Bengals I'm, are favorite. I'm very, very confident since he wins that game. Whether they go on the road, though, I'm, I'm picking against them. Yeah. Ziggy, how, what, do you, what do you think of that? You know, I think there's a lot to like about this Bengals team, but I do think you have to wonder what they've done to get better. So I get that they added Orlando Brown Jr. And mm-hmm. like in one sense, that's a big addition. But on the other hand, there's a reason he's been bouncing around teams and why the Chiefs didn't really want to keep him around. He just hasn't been an elite pass blocking tackle, right? He's good in the run game. He's fine in pass blocking. Though, of course, blocking for Patrick Mahomes makes you look a lot better based on how Mahomes is able to play. But so while I think he's a good addition, I mean, obviously that'll help. The thing I'm worried about with the Bengals is the defense, right? They lost some really important players on the defense leaving this year, right? They lost their pair of safeties. You know, it's not outside of that. It's not like the defense was especially impressive to begin with. They had some big time play moments, but it wasn't a defense that was consistently performing well. And the fact is in the AFC, I get that you've got to have a great offense, but a defense that can get that one or one or two stops, a defense that can intercept Patrick Mahomes when it counts, which the Bengals used to have. I'm not sure they've got it anymore. So this makes me a little bit worried about whether the team's going to be better this year than last year. They definitely lost a couple, like Jesse Bates was a huge loss. They also lost Von Bell. Uh, Eli Apple goes away. Although, you know, Eli Apple has almost become a meme at this point. He's pretty good. He's solid. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a solid, solid cornerback. Um, they get back a Wuzier, who their number one cornerback, who missed, I, th- I believe he left when week eight last season with an ACL tear. So that's a big addition. I think they're fine as long as they have Lou uh, Anarumo, their defensive coordinator, who's just one of the best coordinators in football. It's almost stunning that he doesn't have a head coaching job at this point. Think about what they did last year going into Buffalo, shutting down Josh Allen and the Bills team. We've seen this defense step up time and time again in the playoffs when it matters most uh, under his leadership. And towards the end of the year, they tend to get better and better. Um, I I think they'll be okay. And then you have to remember the D-line too. They go and they get Miles Murphy out of Clemson. That guy, 
a little raw, but if he can pull things together, I know, Ziggy, we talked about that Avery Davis game in the beginning. We saw Miles Murphy as a freshman. I mean, that dude is massive. <laughs> he, he, he could be really, yeah. really good. Um, they added to that secondary in the, in the second and third round of the draft. So they addressed the weak spots on their roster. And I feel like that's that's all you can ask for as a Bengals fan. Weak offensive line, go get Orlando Brown. Lose some guys in the secondary, you draft it, you bring in a few free agents. And then they address the defensive line as well. So I, I think they should be okay. But again, it, it all comes down to Joe Burrow with this team. Yeah, as long as this team ultimately has a healthy Joe Burrow and a healthy Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Joe Mixon and a... You remember Chase missed most last year as well. Yeah, and a a defense that's good enough, which they should be, Mm -hmm. they're coming into this season as a top three team in the AFC. And again, I think that they, if they have the number one seed, they're my pick to win the Super Bowl. Wow. All right. Yeah, there you go. It's, It's crazy. The AFC North teams... Are also good. I'm just going through each one here. We, so we have the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, it's a next. tough division. Yeah, no, it is. It's 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 a tough division for them. We have Baltimore. I, you know, I think they're the best in football. We talk about the AFC East a lot, but just from going through, I'm sorry, Zach. I'm sorry. I like. I love the Dolphins. I love the Jets. The Bills are really good. I, I just think that there's four good teams in the AFC North, and the Pats. Wow, it is close because New England's not, not as bad like, as I said. Like, I don't think the Browns are that good. Like I give it to the AFC. I think the Pats are better than the Browns. We'll talk about. The we'll Browns. get to the Browns. The Ravens are next. Will the Ravens break into the AFC's big three? When we talk about the big three, of course, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals, it seems like they've sort of separated themselves. Then you have so you know, like, making it a big four. Oh, yeah, yeah. To make it they're not four. dethroning. Yeah, like they're the not going to dethrone. But can they get into a big four situation? Because there's a couple teams vying for that. The Jaguars we've talked about, the Chargers are there, the Dolphins, Zach, and the Jets. Like, who's that next team out of that big three? And I think it could very well be the Ravens. They, they had a great offseason, and of course, it all started with the contract dispute for Lamar Jackson that ends with him becoming the richest player or making the biggest deal in the history of the sport. Um, and there are Ravens fans who are a little hesitant to give Lamar that much money, but I'm telling you, I've seen, I've seen bad football when you don't have a quarterback before. And it, it is tough to watch. They'll be very, they'll be thankful by week five next year that they have Lamar Jackson. Um, and outside of this young defensive line here, the team is loaded from top to bottom. It is a, Really, really good roster. One thing, though, that they finally did is add a little receiver depth. Depth. We've seen since 2019, Baltimore had invested the fewest cap dollars on offense and the second fewest on receivers. And what did that turn into? The fewest receiving yards by wide receivers in three of the past four seasons for the Ravens. So this year, they go get Odell. They get your guy, Zay Flowers. They also bring in Nelson Aguilar, which is a pretty solid addition, especially to that receiving corp. Um, so I like what I've been seeing so far from Baltimore this offseason. Again, another AFC North team doing a good job. You finally give Lamar some weapons in addition to Mark Andrews, J.K. Dobbins, and Rashad Bateman. I, I think this Ravens team, I'm going to say that, yes, they can They can actually make this a big four in the AFC. What do you guys think? I think that non-biasedly, I'll get to this, this mm-hmm. in a second, the Steelers are better than the Ravens. Really? Yeah. But uh, Baltimore, and I can't stress this enough, I think, well, I think Pittsburgh's defense is better overall, but Baltimore's defense is good. And I can't stress enough the fact that bringing in receivers, uh, you know, weapons for Lamar to throw the ball to alongside Mark Andrews is huge. Because Lamar's gotten criticism for years, and including myself, about not being a good passer. I don't think he really is. Oh, I, I think, think he is. Like, I think he has to take a, big, a bit of a leap to become a top four team in the AFC. I don't, I don't think he's a great passer. 
I think he's a very good runner, good athlete. I don't think he's a great passer. Not like Joe Burrow, Pat Mahomes, or any of those guys. But could you see this as... I don't know, man. I, I mean, yeah, I, like, I, I think Lamar's a very good passer, but you look at, you I, look at some guys... I, I don't think Lamar's a great passer. But if you look at guys like... Let's just... like We could throw out Tua. When you gave him those weapons, when Tyree Kill joined... Yeah, he well, exploded right. as a passer. So you, you're saying, saying like that could be like that's what I'm saying. Like, at he, least in he, the public eye, he has Odell. Now he has a he has like he has three decent receivers alongside Mark Andrews, which is going to help because I've seen on several occasions where Lamar's rolling out of the pocket and throws some wobbly duck to nobody, and that might not be the case with some decent receivers now alongside one of the best tight ends in football. Ziggy, what do you think of that that statement from Jack there? Well, I think when you I agree that Lamar is not a great passer. You know, like people focus a lot on the efficiency stats, but the nice thing about Lamar Jackson is he doesn't need to be a great passer to put up strong passing numbers, right? His rushing threat just forces defenses to play completely differently. So for a guy who's worse at passer, yeah, he can make it work. And I think, you know, there weren't a lot of new faces in in Baltimore, right? Like the only real players I think they added in free agency said Aguilar and Odell, and then there's Rocky Asen. And then, you know, Great they man. drafted Zay Flowers, but there's not a lot else there. But the biggest addition, I think, and the player or the guy that Ravens fans need to be the most excited about without question is Todd Monken. We saw the ceiling of the Greg Roman offense and it was good, right? You run the pistol on 90 percent of your plays, power run, get a few yards every play, put up some numbers. But it just wasn't a modern NFL offense. You bring in Munkin. We saw what he could do in Georgia. You bring Lamar some new receivers. I think you could see an explosive offense. And the defense will be fine. I'm not worried at all about the defense. Defense came on really strong at the end of last season. And they should they should be just fine, as, as we said. The defensive line is the one concern. I know they have, um, oh, what's his name, from uh, from Michigan, David Ojabo, who's coming yeah. back. For, so they drafted him in the second round. Remember, that's a first-round talent basically entering the roster this year. They took him in the second round of 2022 after he tore his, I believe, his Achilles at his Michigan Pro Day. So he yeah. could come in and maybe be an maybe be an impact player. Linebackers, you're set there with Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen. Yeah. Uh, and the secondary is very good with Humphreys and Kyle Hamilton and all those guys. So yeah. the defense should be good. Sorry, Ziggy, they, go won- they lost a couple contributors right on the offense of, uh, or it's like an outside linebacker. They lost mm-hmm. Justin Houston. They lost Marcus Peters. But they should I fun. fully expect the rookies to be able to step up. Right, Gaddafi, Owe, and Ojabo, well, they'll, they'll do just fine. I'm not worried at all. When I look at this Ravens team right now, you know, Lamar Jackson in his career wins about 70%, over 70% of his regular season games. It really shouldn't be a problem for them to get to the playoffs this year. I don't anticipate it. It's not that tough of a schedule. Um, It might be tough to win the division. As we said, the teams are really good in it this year. But getting to the playoffs, I mean, has to be the number one. Like, like that, that must be checked off this year in Baltimore. Once they get there, though, we've talked about this in the past. Lamar's one and three in the postseason. The difference in his numbers is really staggering from uh, regular season to playoffs. 15 points per game less, 28.4 points lower um, in his passer rating. It's just like Lamar drops off the face of the earth when they get to the playoffs, and it's kind of weird to me. Well, that's that's the thing with uh, with him is, is he's reached the playoffs, and now you these coaches, these good coaches, they prepare. You know how to play them. We saw it with Tennessee. Tennessee put nine guys in the box. Could didn't let him run any. Well, he didn't. He couldn't throw. Yeah. So, so hopefully, hopefully so now with those like, guys. That's what I'm hoping that that his weapons can do for him. But like again, I going back to that. I think if you just stop him from using his legs, which is hard, but who does a good job of that is the Steelers, which I've seen. 
And if you stop that, I do not think that he can win a game with his arm at all. So that's so for Lamar Jackson, for you, you're saying go out in the playoffs now. You're going to have to he win it with your arm. He has to win it with his arm. He cannot win it running around, scrambling, doing all this nonsense. Yeah. All right. All right. Ziggy, some final thoughts on the Ravens? I think that this is decidedly tier two team, not just in like the AFC, but in the NFL in general. But if Monkey can come in and reform the passing offense, the defense can just play up to expectations. They're a dark horse team. Dark horse Super Bowl winner? Yeah. Why not? Like, well, we know Lamar Jackson's an elite talent. He just, I feel like he hasn't gotten a fair shake up to this point for lots of reasons, some of which are on him. Yeah. This year some, some should be just, different. Some of it's just unlucky, too. He's yeah. ended the last two years hurt. So you see, for Ravens fans, if this year is not different, they should start to worry. Yes. Yes. No, this this is a season now. I feel like that's a, the way for a lot, I, I like a lot of NFL teams we've talked about so far. It's, you know, okay, a lot of pressure now in this season. The Bears, we said last episode. The Pittsburgh Steelers. I have some numbers for you guys. Genuinely insane numbers. Okay. We talk a lot about how great TJ Watt is and that maybe maybe he's just the most valuable player in football. Like overall. Oh, I know Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, all these quarterbacks, you have to put them in the conversation. But TJ Watt's impact, I mean, I really like listen to this. With Watt last year, we've said this a couple times. Seven and two. The seventeen point two points per game, two hundred and eighty six yards, twenty five sacks, sixteen takeaways. Without Watt, one and six record. 25.3 points per game. That's eight more. 389 yards. That's 100 yards more per game. Eight sacks and five takeaways. So if you measured this out, the sacks and the takeaways over a 16-game schedule, and then also compare the points per game and yards per game, here's the difference in the Steelers' ranks in the NFL. Second in points to 30th in points. First in yards allowed to 31st in yards allowed. They'd be the only team under 200 with TJ Watt. Seventh in sacks versus 32nd in sacks. Tied second in takeaways to 32nd in takeaways. I mean, he's I was the best, blown he's away. the best player in football. I, I, saw, so, I saw someone, uh, <laughs> I was reading a Reddit thread where I saw those numbers too. And the first comment just said, this is fucking insane. He's the best player in football. It's the, the TJ Watt all-time 59-26-2 with Watt, 1-10 without him in Pittsburgh. I don't understand how, how one defensive end makes that big of a difference. Like, it's, it's genuinely mind-boggling. It really put it is. out there. I got made fun of for saying if he's not on the field, they're just well, irrelevant. I, I, well, <laughs> it's, no, yeah, it's crazy. I, I totally agreed with you. I just thought it was like he's fully healthy now. So like a, no, like, yeah, no. Yeah, he got just, mad that you were assuming I just you he might stated, be out. No, I, thought, oh. I just thought it was dumb you stated the obvious. It's like saying, oh, uh, like if the yeah. Bills don't have Josh Allen, they're going to not be as good. Like, yeah, of course. But can like, someone like, ra- like can someone explain to me? It's just how, a defensive like, 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 I was getting with, like, is it's a defensive player. Like, it, it shouldn't make that big of a difference. Like, I mean, you can make a big difference like when you lose a top five defender in football. He is just that Good. I don't know. There <laughs> seems to be something wrong with that. That's just genuinely. He is oh, did you see absurd. the post today? Did you see the post today? Him no. And, him and the JJ were uh, helping each other practice today. Oh, I, look, I'm fine, T- fine with that. TJ Watt, best against best, is yeah. that good? And I've said it for a long time. He is the Patrick Mahomes of the Steelers. He's the Josh Allen of the Steelers. He's the Jalen Hurts of the Steelers. I mean, their defense he, goes from if, first or second in three categories to literally last. And it's, it's crazy. Sorry, Ziggy, you were saying? I was going to say, if TJ Watt is the Patrick Mahomes of your team, you're screwed. Straight up. Well, I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, we were, of course. I mean, no, 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 no. He, no, no when, he, he's saying, like, you don't want your defensive end. To have to be the Patrick Mahomes of your team. Because look, I, I well, get is. that the oh, I get is. that the on-off splits for TJ Watt are very good. But it's difficult. Like 
the reason the Steelers have been able to generate so much success up to this point is because when you're headlining with like TJ Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, Cam Haywood, Hayward, excuse me, like you're always able to raise the floor and get eight, nine, 10 wins out of that. The problem is if you really want to do something in the NFL, you need ceiling raisers and the ceiling raising can't come from any position other than quarterback. So how the Steelers do this year in terms of more than just continuing Tomlin's winning record streak is going to depend almost entirely on how Kenny Pickett plays. Well, look, I agree with you, but also you look at this team last year was two and six. Pickett didn't get his first snaps until week four. And then his first start, I believe, could be wrong, was in for two of his first starts yeah, were right. in. He didn't start that game. Oh, in came, Philly, came in. in Philly and in Buffalo, I believe, were two of his first starts. I think I have I have it right here. You he, they started one and four in his first five games. Yes. If and, you include but, the Jets, then it was at Buffalo, at Miami, at Philly. Yes. And then versus Tampa Bay. Yes. Okay. And then we won that game. Yes, you beat so Tampa Bay. He comes in as a rookie quarterback. A kid who hasn't really taken any snaps, and he's on the road to Buffalo, on the road to Philly, on the road to Miami. Tampa Bay's Jets are great defenses, too. Which is brutal. And still found a way to play a meaningful Week 17 game with a chance to go to the postseason. And keep in mind, TJ Watt, as we said, was hurt for what? Seven weeks? So I think... One and six without him. Kenny Pickett, I think who... He's a good passer and a good quarterback. I think he takes a leap. There's no reason to see why not. The offensive line's a little bit better. We have some more weapons. The defense is great. Watt's healthy. There is no reason to believe that this team can't make some serious noise. Well, you also oh. started... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Ziggy. You could respond I was say, to that. it's going to need to improve because around him, they didn't do a whole lot, right? They got Isaac Siumalo from the Eagles to play... Does he play left guard or right? Left guard. guard. I can't. Yeah, I mean, that's, he, a, great, he that's a great addition, but yeah. Yeah, it, well, but he'll the stabilize. The offensive line is better than it was last. Oh night. yeah, it is, but it's not a lot better. I mean, Broderick Jones, you're going to be starting a rookie at left tackle probably day one with, like that. That'll be fine, I think. But then receiver. I mean, he added Allen Robinson, who didn't do a whole lot of the Rams. Otherwise, same offensive coordinator, same quarterback, similar offensive line, similar receivers. You need development from Kenny Pickett, right? Yeah, it's not like I some mean, of these but, other but, teams but, but, where making changes around him is doing it. You also look at the schedules, right, of last year versus this year. Like, what Pickett was able to do last year was pretty decent against what was a tough schedule, tough defenses all around. Now you really got nobody. Like, this is no, an, it's an easy, 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 easy schedule. To me, it's the end of their schedule. I, th- I think when I go through and have them uh, uh, game by game for the Steelers, I think I had them 10-4 and four and then losing the final three. It's a tough end to the season. Well, I think I think this could be an 11-12 team for sure. Oh, it could. Like, yes, it could. I think there's there's talent. I think they're good. I think, again, yeah, of course, it all falls onto the shoulders of uh, of Pickett. Yeah, and, and Ziggy, he, I kind of disagree with, uh, with your statement that the Steelers didn't do a lot around him. I think... Samalo and Broderick Jones. If Broderick Jones is good, oh yeah, I don't think the, the left side of that O line is much improved, much much better. But then you're right. Receiver Allen Robinson is a really anything left in the tank. You're kind of hoping George Pickens takes a step up again. But I do think you know that offensive line improvement could help a lot. But I also like the addition, like you have more blocking and well, another Darnell big Washington with Darnell pick. Washington. Yeah, in the third that was round. another great pick. Like you, yeah, but we saw it all sort of come together for the Steelers when they kind of took a little bit off Kenny's plate. And started running the ball better towards the end of the season. They were seven and two with the final nine games and ran for over 100 yards in nine of the final 10. So they, they just weren't scoring. They were running the ball well, but they g- genuinely weren't putting up points too much, or generally weren't putting up points that well. 
I do think, though, when you combine Pickett getting more comfortable with T.J. Watt coming back, that's when you saw the 7-2 and two record to end the year. 6-1. and one. He had six touchdowns, one interception, a couple game-winning drives, like ended the year with the eighth-best QBR, all these great stats. But you're right, Ziggy. When you, what you said at the very beginning of this segment, T.J. Watt's essential for the Steelers to be a competitive team. Kenny Pickett is essential for them becoming a contender. Yeah. And that's that's what you have to circle if you're a Steeler fan, say, will we see him take a jump forward? And will they kind of let the reins off him a little bit as a passer? And Because I, I just don't think you can win games. Like, the Steelers can win games running the ball like they did last year, but you're not going to compete with the Bills and the Chiefs. And the, the really, the meh, I mean, you've done it with the Bengals, but late in the year, Bengals, he's going to need to make some big there. throws. Like, yeah. the offense isn't there. Yeah, it, can't, it can't just be, you know, Naj, hoping Najee has a, a good game. And Kenny doesn't make mistakes. I think there's no reason to believe that Pickett won't. Have oh, a very I think, I think I'll, yeah, I think I'll have a good year as well. Year. Yeah. Before uh, we move it, on, oh, there was a very funny comment. I saw you start laughing. And it was it's not a dig at Jack, but someone just commented he was he was talking bad about Kenny Pickett, and then he called him Kenny Pick Six. I thought that was oh the Kenny funny. Pick Six was a great. No, I, I, I haven't heard I, that yet. Yeah, yeah I, not, I didn't hear that, and as Paul likes to say, I audibly laughed out loud at that. <laughs> I don't Wait, he, did you did, uh, did he throw one Pick Six last year? Did you have you heard Kenny Pick Six I, before? No, <laughs> I, I thought it was great. That was yeah. funny. I don't think he threw yeah. one Pick Six. Actually, did he? I don't think he. I don't think he, he did. How oh, he did? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark Robinson caught one. Okay. Who? Robinson. Who's Mark Robinson? Mark Robinson. He's a linebacker from out of Ole Miss. I can't even remember. Who Wait, he Mark plays Robinson for. is on the in practice. Uh, that was the uh, only pick six uh, I knew uh, that Kenny uh, Pickett threw. Like, hey. Mark Robinson's on the Steelers. <laughs> so, um, actually, you know their whole linebacking core changed. Did you know that? All like all three Steelers. Yeah, all three are different now. So Devin Bush, Miles Jack, Robert Spill- uh, Spillane are gone. I liked Spillane. In comes. Cole Holcomb from Washington, the Landon Roberts, the That's Dolphins. Great blitzer, apparently. Like, great getting pressure on the quarterback. I, I wouldn't say he's a great blitzer. I think he's really good. When when it's a run play, he's he's gone through That's the it. middle. No, no, he, he's, he's great we, I like working that. around the line of scrimmage, yeah. but apparently not so much. No, he coverage. can't cover for anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Tanner Muse as well the, from Seattle are the, all coming in. The one thing about the... Uh, oh, see the Clemson guy? I think he's Clemson. The one thing about the, um, the Steelers is, and I hope this is where JPJ... He fills the role we need him to fill, and it is who we want him to be. Is the secondary is weak, and those numbers you brought up before with T.J. Watt is simply because of this. With Watt, this becomes one of the best front sevens and pass rushes in the NFL. Mm-hmm. When there's pressure on the quarterback, when Watt's there, it's very effective, and obviously it's hard. Without Watt, there's zero pressure, and this was a bad secondary. Yeah. So without him, no pressure. These quarterbacks are standing back and cooking our our corners, which is why I'm hoping that JPJ can take that. You know, who be who we want him to be. Yeah, you, you, well, you lost Cam Sutton. We talked about him I like going Sutton. to Detroit, and Terrell Edmonds goes to Philly. Edmonds, I, Edmonds was terrible. But you brought in Joey, Joey Porter Jr., Patrick Peterson, who again, I, I I don't think he was great last year, but statistically yeah, and PFF okay. grades, all that stuff was awesome for the Vikings and uh, Keanu Neal as well. So. You did address that issue. It was a big issue. And so we'll see. Yeah, if the secondary is good, I mean, you already have Mika back there. Oh, second defense. If the secondary yeah. is good, the Steelers' defense will be Se- top three. Secondary is good. Watts healthy. Yeah, yeah Mika's yep. garbage to me. <laughs> Who, what's Austin Jackson up to? What? Austin Jackson. What's he up he's to? He's still, a, he's still a right tackle. <laughs> he is, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. All right, good. Yeah. Okay, now... Um, wait, 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 what are you talking about? He's still a right tackle. Actually, he was hurt last year. Was he? Oh, oh sorry. sorry. The Cleveland Browns. Was Mika hurt last year? The Cleveland Browns. Was he hurt? Was he? I'm trying to. I, I, I can't remember. Like the best safety in the league. 
I don't know. So Javon <laughs> Holland beats him out any day of the week. But back to what you were saying. Go ahead. Who's that? Javon Holland. Harrison yeah. Smith is still, still again, again safety old. Safety for the Dolphins. Who's oh, incredible. Wise. Oh. All right, Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Will Deshaun this Watson? Can we just skip this team? Will Deshaun Watson? This team? No, no, I think they're good. <laughs> this team, I think they're good. I think, and I think they could could be really. Ziggy, good. what do you think? What do you think, Ziggy? Ziggy's high in the Browns. I'm extremely high. No yeah. one is treating the Browns like a team that has a player that is a proven top five quarterback. Oh, because they stink. All right, here, here's what we got. The question on on the Browns is: Will Deshaun Watson return to form? Sounds like Ziggy thinks yes, but we'll get there in a second. On paper. The team is really, really good. I heard I, that one before. They are. On paper, they're a very good team. They oh, went, yeah, I'm sure. Some big acquisitions on the defensive line. They get Jim Schwartz now calling the plays. Odell and Chubb. No, oh, it was bored. This Don't forget about Landry. Landry, Odell, Landry, Landry Chubb. Oh, this team's great. And, and, and we can't forget about Ziggy's big hey, guy. Look. Ziggy, who's your guy? Hey, Let look, him know. Look, look. Who is it? Who's the guy? Well, David and Joke is there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, 2022, a lot went wrong for Cleveland. These guys stink. You gotta be fair. These to them. guys stink. Defense was hurt. Watson didn't play for what? The 11 weeks, 12 weeks. He didn't come into week 13. He didn't go to practice till week 11 anyway. Yeah, we can't. We can't judge anything he did last season. It's that's all a wash to me right now. Um, like are the weapons? So so anyway, going into this year, I agree with Ziggy that maybe not that he'll be a top five quarterback. But Deshaun Watson, the only way the Browns are, are a contender at all is if he returns to top 10 quarterback form. And, I mean, he has, what, a five-year, $230 million guaranteed deal. So, for Cleveland fans, he better play like a top 10 quarterback in the league. Um, his numbers just weren't good last year. And the one concerning thing was week to week, you didn't really see it get better. But I'm fine to watch that because he didn't play for two full freaking seasons. So, now he has a full offseason. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like Elijah Moore coming in is going to make a big difference to the receiving group. But, but having got, Elijah Moore and Marquise Goodwin will open new looks for him. Yeah, he's still got you got Goodwin, Moore, Amari Cooper is still very wait, good. Wait, Nick Marquise Chubb. Goodwin? The guy who hasn't played <laughs> fine, on a real no, they're, team they're like fine in like three years? He's a, Elijah Moore is a fine third receiver. Amari Cooper and Donovan Peoples-Jones is fine. Nick Chubb's one of the best running backs in football, and Joku played well. The offensive line, beasts. And the defense should be a lot better because they were all hurt last season. I look at the Browns. I don't see why Deshaun Watson won't go back to top five form, top or top ten form. I think he's when he played in Houston, very very good. We finally get a full off season. He's only twenty eight years old right now. I think I uh, am a big believer. I'm not huge on Kevin Stefanski. I never was in Minnesota. I I, I don't see what people saw in him. We just didn't have a good offense, and he went to Cleveland, had one good year, and since then they've kind of slowly been trickling downhill. Um. To, with Deshaun Watson, though, I think a lot of it will come down to the mental game, too. You got to wonder what it was like last year. Every stadium he went into... I think he's done. He was the most hated guy, in, and, and probably will be this year again, but the noise won't be as loud. And really, even this offseason, we could tell. The noise isn't that loud on him. Where is he at mentally? That that's Those are all questions I have about Watson. Why are you so high on him, Ziggy? Before Deshaun Watson played a snap last year, he had the highest career quarterback rating of any player in NFL history. There are very few guys in the NFL that have demonstrated that for an extended period of time, they can play like a top five quarterback. And whatever becomes of him this year, no one can say for sure, but he has done that, right? Deshaun Watson has proved that he can play like a top five quarterback over the course of three seasons. If he can recapture that form, you're talking about a team that's got one of the best quarterbacks in the AFC, a team that's got fine weapons around him with an elite offensive line. A team that's got no clear weaknesses on defense ever since they added uh, Dalvin Tomlinson. 
right? There's a lot to like about this team. Yeah. Yeah. They reformed a lot of the staff, right? They got rid of a couple offensive guys. They got a brand new defensive coordinator to replace Jim Schwartz or to replace Joe Woods. Excuse me. Like there's a lot to be excited for about this team. So I think Deshaun Watson, it makes sense that he was rusty. Stefanski like built an entire offense for Jacoby Brissett and then tried to force Deshaun Watson into it. Give him an offseason. It's going to look a lot better than three and three. It's I mean, you. Brissett didn't deal with this scandal. Watson's finished. This this ruined his career. He's done. You don't. Right, to be fair, you every, don't see a lot of guys every single, come back from no, two years away. No, you don't. Every single game, also now he puts on the Browns uniform, teams are out to hit him. Although Mike Vick, he was gone for two years, right? I don't think Watson's yeah. Mike Vick. Think, what do you mean teams are out to hit him? None of these guys in the NFL care about this. All his teammates were partying when he came to Cleveland. No one cares. What, well, he, this, they this, should, this, this but they don't. Well, they, should, they should care about it. Yeah, but, but the dude is a weirdo. I'm sure some and Browns players do. I think now this whole scandal, being out of the NFL for two years, we saw the rust last year, and the rust is there. Nothing's changing, and I'm done talking about the Browns. I've talked for the, the black I, cloud. I, I've talked about. I've talked <laughs> about. The, I've talked about the Browns for the last four or five years. When you know, every, it was like, oh, like this is the new team in the AFC North, and like your Steelers, like Big Ben's going downhill. They stink, and we're still better than them. So I'm done with this. Game. I think when you put on that uniform, just things go to hell. So I'm just. I am totally, totally, totally finished talking about the Browns. They'll be six and eleven, last place. Watson will, <laughs> Watson's going to stink, and that'll be that. And we'll come back to this clip when it happens. Yeah, no, we, we will. We will. My, my gut tells me that Watson's in trouble. He's, yeah, he's but, it's over. But, it's over. But, over. You, uh, don't, you, you, you don't sit out for two years, come back, stink, and then expect to no, not no, stink. No, but I, I think the pieces are there for him to rebound well. I, I, I actually do. I'm, I'm like, my prediction is, along with Ziggy, that he'll be one of the better quarterbacks in football again. I think that he is the... The fourth best quarterback in the AFC North. That's absurd. I think I'd rather have Pickett, Lamar, and Joe Burrow. Apparently, he's lighting it up, or he was lighting it up in minicamp. Just as, so. as was everybody. <laughs> who, who was lighting it up? Deshaun Watson. Had his, arguably, his, I saw a quote, three best practices as a Brown in minicamp. So, oh, he's, only had, were. so oh. he's only had three practices. He's looking, he's looking good. He's looking good. All right. Uh, Ziggy. Ziggy, any closing thoughts on the Browns? Uh, well, re- before Ziggy puts his closing thoughts so people could see him on the screen, if he can move to the left a little bit, that'd be wonderful. <laughs> Thanks, Ziggy. Thank you. All Ziggy. I was going to say I was, uh, we, we good, Zach? Yeah, we're good now. All I was going to say was the Deshaun Watson move is going to look one of two ways for Cleveland. It'll either look like one of the biggest busts in NFL history, maybe the biggest. Like the thing that just completely took all the momentum out of the like building success or else a gamble that paid off big. I think next year we're going to find out which one it was. Honestly, yes. by week eight, we'll know which one it was. I, I agree with you. And that's kind of similar to what we were saying about the Bears. You're, you'll probably know. The Bears are better than the Browns. By midseason. Yeah. You'll probably know by midseason whether or not Justin Fields is going to be that guy going forward or at least what you can expect to, to see in 2024 over the course of the 2023 season. Um, yeah, Browns fans, two hundred thirty million dollars fully guaranteed. That's, that's a cannot, lot of money. I cannot wait until they're one and seven, and this dude's being tossed on his ass week after week. I Browns can't or wait. Packers? Who, I who's can't worse? Wait. The Browns are worse than the Packers. <laughs> I, I I hope that's what happens, Jack. I just don't see it. Oh, Ziggy, yeah, Ziggy's not a Deshaun Watson fan. 
He's just a Deshaun Watson, uh, like he's appreciator. appreciator. I was, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say believer, but uh, <laughs> but that's. I, I see him bad. play football. He looks pretty good. That's what I'll say. I think Hopkins. Will okay, good. let's uh, let's wrap up the AFC North talk. We'll do non-quarterback player to watch the division MVP, and then our predictions for the final standings. I'll start it off here with a non-quarterback to, player to watch. I've got my eyes on Odell Beckham this season. I think he's the key piece to the Ravens' offense taking another step forward. Uh, we, we said earlier in the Ra- Ravens segment, it's been the receivers that have been a big issue for them, a weak point in their offense. Lamar's such a great runner. J.K. Dobbins, when healthy, is great. Offensive line, really, really good. It's just, and Mark Andrews as well, arguably top three tight end in the league. It's just the receiving room has been, they've lacked depth, really. They really even haven't had a star. So can he come back? He's not going to be the old Odell, but can he be close to that? Can he be the Odell we saw for the Rams playoff run. And if you combine him with Zay, with Zay Flowers, who a speedster, like all of a sudden now you're looking at a fun Ravens offense, people flying around, the ball's whipping through the air for Lamar. I think it starts and ends with Odell, though. And uh, that's who I'm paying attention to. How about you, Jack? I am paying attention to a a player that I previously brought up mm. in the Steelers segment. Joey Porter Shocker. Jr. Stunning. Stunning. Yeah, Stunning. Did, did, you lay, you, did you lay minus 1,000 with me picking a Stealer? Uh, I did. I did. Actually minus 1,000 is not. I put 10,000. I put 10,000. <laughs> 10, yeah. 10, yeah. I, I knew yeah. how big it was, yeah. so I put 10,000. It was minus 10,000. You have some insider information. Though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going with Joey Porter Jr. For the reasons I said before. Last year, this secondary was weak. Uh, there were several games where it was exploited, especially when Watt was out. And... You know, it's been like this last few years. If you, if we had failed to put pressure on the quarterback, give him some time to throw, our secondary was getting carved. And now here's JPJ, early second round. We want him to be probably a top two corner, probably the maybe one. the number, probably the number one. Yeah. This upcoming year, I want to see if he can play that role well and be that number one corner. Like that. Yep, and I agree. I think it's the number one spot you want for him by the end. That's the hope. By the that end hope the is him to be number one, clear cut. Who's, yeah. the, who's the other guy? You have War- we bought Levi over Wallace. We bought over. Uh, you have Wallace and Peterson, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, yeah. I think you want him to be the one. Yeah. Ziggy, how about you? Who who do you have your eyes on in twenty twenty three? This might just be like fantasy derangement syndrome speaking. Oh boy! But this year, I really believe. David and Joe is going to take a step forward. There are a lot of targets to have in this Cleveland Browns offense. Now, Donovan Peoples-Jones, another exciting player, right? High, high recruit, didn't get a chance to do much in that putrid Michigan offense, came to Cleveland, didn't get a chance to do much in the putrid Cleveland offense. <laughs> this year might be different for him. But David Njoku is an athletic beast. So I don't want to see him go the way of O.J. Howard. There and I really think this year with Ola... Old Deshaun Watson throwing some balls old, to him. Old Deshaun back there. Ziggy, you know I wore this shirt for you today, making this Njoku pick. Njoku was good last year. He had a, he had yeah, a solid he, he was like sixth in the NFL at tight end in yards per game. He was like eighth in to- overall yards. How many, like, he, how many, he was okay last year. With, <laughs> yeah, how, many, how long has Njoku been in the league? <laughs> a few years. I mean, how many years has he had competent quarterback? He's going on year six or seven. I'm pretty sure he's going on year six or seven, right? No, oh, he was he was in the 2017 draft. He was in the 2017 year. draft. I mean that that would that, be that puts that's years. Years. Yeah, he puts him in six years. Wow. I mean, look, I he missed 2019 year. due to injury. He missed 2018, 2020, 2021 <laughs> to having Baker Mayfield. He missed 2022 to having Jacoby Brissett. This is really his rookie season. 
<laughs> Ziggy, I wore this for you. So, so they have they have a brand new David and Joker. <laughs> well, are you telling me that playing Baker Mayfield as your quarterback wouldn't what do you just mean, ruin Baker your was life? Good that year. They went to the divisional round. <laughs> One year of competent Baker Mayfield, and he wait, set wait. his career high in yards. I'm sorry, was he injured the, all those years, or was he? Or were you saying he he was out because in 2019 he was, was injured, he in bench? 2018, <laughs> 2020, 2021 he was out due to Baker Mayfield. Oh, okay. <laughs> Still, <laughs> that's amazing. I thought last year, though, and correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't he having some breakout performances? It was. It was and then like, he got hurt. Then but got this hurt. year, it's different. Uh, this, year's, <laughs> this, year's, this year's different. Okay. What? That's what I say about Vata. That's what I say about Vata football over here. It's different. When we year. when we pick player to watch, we're not picking who we think is going to be the best player in the division. It's who we're excited to watch. Yeah, that's fair. You're I really watch. think you are going to get a top five tight end season from okay. David and Joe. There you go. There's the take. All right. Top All right. five. All right. That's look. That's incredible. If he makes it to top five, see, he, I, he was he number was... six last year. If Ninjoku and Deshaun Watson are both top five, the Browns are going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> They'll be eight and nine. Eight and nine. If they're both, look, eight here's what I want. Five, At the end of the he, season. What was he top six in? Yards per game. Suck it, man. Wow. <laughs> what was Travis <laughs> Kelsey? Wasn't there a big leap? Well, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, you can't count Kelsey. I mean, probably. Kelsey. <laughs> Travis Kelsey is like the best receiving <laughs> tight end in the history. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, my man's making Ninjoku sound like he's about to be the next Travis Kelsey. No, he's just a top five. He's a top five. Top five. That's not. Like, look, here's what I'll say. At the end of the season, I want this Deshaun Watson, David Ninjoku stuff run back. I will either look like a genius or a fool. I'm okay with either outcome. I just want it to be known. I'm you're putting my foot down on to this. look like one. Yeah. You look like one. Watch them back to this like completely average. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, go like, they go like nine and eight. <laughs> All right, preseason. If they're average, I look like a fool. Preseason division MVP. True. You know, it's kind of hard to not say like TJ Watt after that, but I um. Kenny Pickett. God. Kenny pick six. I. Oh, you said pick six. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, who you got is your? So do you, who do you actually have? Do you have Watt? You just gonna say Steeler? Me? Yeah. Who's I have Kenny Pickett. Oh, you? Oh, okay. Yeah. I think <laughs> he's gonna be really, really good. What? What do you think, Ziggy? I seriously think it's Deshaun Watson. I thought he was about to say David and Joe. Oh, but you said non-quarterback. No, that was the last. No, no, time. this is not. Uh, no, this is preseason MVP. I'm tired. There's a lot going on here. I'm tired. I think the Browns' offense is going to feast next year. I think they're going to take a huge step forward, and it's going to be on the back of Deshaun Watson. Okay. I'm. St- I mean, yeah, I'm public poll. I'm, I'm still. I have to still go with Joe Burrow at this point. Like he's he's amazing, guys. Look at this guy. Next, he's gonna say Lamar he Jackson is a good, good quarterback. Lord. Yeah, to Just, me, it's, to me, it's between Burrow and Lamar Jackson, as as any sane person would would pick in the AFC North. This guy's. It's back. I think it'll be very close. I think Lamar's gonna have freaking, an excellent year. I think Burrow. I think Burrow might be my favorite to win MVP. Right this now. guy bets Duke and the Yankees and. This yeah, guy's he, unreal. And he wins. <laughs> and he wins. No, I don't think you do. Oh. No, the one time I follow you guys, I get screwed with that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because you mush it. But Bengals and Ravens, though, that, I mean, that's, that to me, I mean, sorry, Lamar and Joe Burrow. Those are my two uh, back and forth. Figures, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, predictions. You're not going to lie. So I actually simulated every, <laughs> I, I picked every game. <laughs> I, picked, I picked every game. You know, it's like, wait, wait, what, what are you laughing at? I don't know, because you told me in the car, and now you're saying, for some reason, it was just so funny. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> so I simulated all the games just to see, like, you know, where's my head at right now? And um, I actually had the Steelers in last place. 
Good. Uh, ten and seven. Ten good. and seven, though. I, like apparently, I am very high. On ten the and AFC seven. North. I will bet you a bag is not last place in the AFC North. Ooh, ooh. You had a bag on it. Like if ten and seven is like, the worst record in the division, like that'd be an anomaly. Yeah, if they go, if they have ten wins and come in last, I will give you a bag. Hey, dude, I mean, that was the AFC I, last year, right? AFC East, right? What? That was almost the AFC East last year. With the, the AFC Patriots going nine eight. The AFC North champ every year gets like eleven wins. Hey, look, man. I, no, no, it was close. So I had I had the Steelers at ten seven. I had the Browns at eleven and six, and then I believe I had the Bengals and Ravens tied at twelve and five. And Baltimore twelve wins is too much. No, Baltimore's really good. They're not really good. Baltimore's really good. No, not. We I, own them. The last two years, big games on the road. We've we've begun and beat them. We own them. I do have to say the Ravens seem to just crumble. They do. They, they do. Seasons just, they just are, seem to they crumble. Do. They are a crumbling, crumbling team. I don't know what it is. They just seem to crumble. They start off so hot. Everybody's so high on them. And then like halfway through, there's just a crumble. I don't know what oh, happens. And there will be again this year. Trust me. I've seen it for years. So so I believe I had a tie at 12 and 5 for the Bengals and Ravens. I'm going to actually give, you know, F you guys. I'm, I'm going to say the Ravens win the AFC North. Ravens are my division winner. That would be a Vikings fan just because he likes the color purple. <laughs> yeah, there is a correlation. <laughs> okay, go, go ahead. So. What what do you think of uh, well I I mean I ten and seven is a great record it's a great I, season for you guys I predicted no it's not I want more <laughs> I predicted the Steelers schedule okay. on this show and I had us going fifteen and one but that was del- <laughs> that was delusional that was, I'll admit that was delusional I looked back at it we'll probably be fourteen and two so I have us in first I mean, there's seventeen games man there's yeah games. so four- fifteen and one is delusional for Sorry. multiple reasons I said fifteen and two I meant fourteen and three okay okay, okay. so we'll win the the north. The Bengals will come in second. The Ravens will come in third. And then way, way down at the bottom with like the Texans will be the lowly Browns coming in fourth. Okay, Ziggy, what do you think of the AFC North? Steelers fourth, Ravens third, Browns second, Bengals first. All right, there we go. Zach, what's your, what's your North ranking? What's my North ranking? Throw the camera on yourself real quick. Oh, you're true. True that. I forget. I always forget that yeah. sometimes on me. And I have to get I, my pad I was, anyway. I also have to get like fucking shorter because, you know, Paul doesn't Paul size it to me. Look at this. Do you see this? I can't see it. No, I Zach, know you can't Zach's see gonna it. Zach's going to give a good um, ranking here. Yeah. I know he'll give a good ranking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding me? This, <laughs> you know what comes out of his mouth when he talks on this show? <laughs> right, Only on, greatness. Um, I will give it to the Bengals this year, even though I believe Jarmar Chase is going to be the biggest bust again this year, like we always say on the show. I agree. Agreed. <laughs> um, I will put the Steelers next, because again, they just always seem to be there. Uh, and then we're going to go go with the Ravens, because again, I'm just going with the crumble theory. They mm-hmm. just have this crumble midway through. They start out how everybody starts talking about them. Lamar just stops playing, I guess, and everything goes downhill. And then I just don't believe in Deshaun Watson. That's a good ranking. That's a f- I'm fine with that ranking. Fine ranking. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, that's fine. Like, you're, I think this you're is a, a great division. You two are out of your minds with that foolish ranking. It's ten and seven. Like, look, if the Browns lose three games, you're probably a wild card team. In my three more games, you're a wild card team. For, Fair. Fair. All right. So there, there you go. There's the AFC North. Zach, you want to do a couple of those? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll do a those Jersey things. We'll end well, with the December draft and we'll get out of here. Or yeah. <laughs> December draft. We'll end with the um, month draft. Oh, did you just did you just tip your pitch? I could have. You just tip your pitch. I could have. I could have. December is on my mind. <laughs> I do love um, December. All right. Since we are already talking about the Ravens, right? Who wore number eight before Lamar Jackson? I'm Baltimore. Who I'm Baltimore. Wore eight. Oh man, <laughs> this, uh, this could wind up being difficult, more difficult. I'm surprised I don't know this, but it's probably. <sighs> um, I've watched Baltimore for years. I don't even recall Trent Dilfer. Eight. Nope. 
I don't recall number eight ever on Baltimore. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't think any Ziggy, know, Ziggy, uh, Ziggy could be looking it up right now about to say <laughs> I, I see that well no I know Trent is over the Dennis Kyle Hank Hank Aaron I know no one else yeah. those are the only two Ravens players Who? I even know Who'd you say? Kyle Baller no it's Matt Shubb he was Flacco's backup. What number was Wait, Trent? When was he even on the Ravens? I don't know, but he was the last one to wait, wear the number wait. eight. Well, he was the Texan, right, he right, was the Texan starter, and then he was Flacco's backup. Ziggy, who, um, what, what number was Trent Dilfer? Can you Google that, Ziggy? What number was Tr- No, Trent Dilfer was 18, I think. 18. Oh, so there was, was there an eight in it? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so Tr- oh, no, Trent Dilfer was eight. He was eight when oh, he was with Baltimore. Wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, but he wasn't the most recent. He wasn't the most recent. recent. Wow, I, I, feel oh. pretty good. I feel pretty good about myself. I feel yeah, like wow. if we can get any player who wore the number, we're, due, we're ahead. All yeah. right, let's uh, uh, I didn't know where Trent Dilfer played. No, we're, we're not. We're not. Like expert number yeah. guys, and for the yeah. <laughs> for one I think these first couple are a little hard. Who were number fifteen on the Chiefs before Patrick Mahomes, or like who was the player before Patrick Mahomes? I'm awful um, who were fifteen I'm awful. before Mahomes? I don't so. expect you guys to get this guy one bit because I have no idea who this guy is. Yeah, I'm not gonna know. I have no. You guess. have no idea who he was. I was have he? no idea who this guy was. He looks like a he looks like a receiver. I have no guess. Um, no guess. Fifteen. He looks like a receiver. You said. Yeah, I'll give you another like fifteen seconds because we're flying through these. I got. I got nothing. Nothing. Uh, if I well, his first name is AJ. Oh, um, I don't know. Wilson. AJ Jenkins. Jenkins. Yeah, never no, heard I, of him. In my life. Did he do anything I, in the NFL? I'm trying to remember who he the, wore the number fifteen. <laughs> I could have given a million guesses. Probably never got. That. I, yeah, he was one. Of the, I was like, who the heck? Right, is let's, let's do a couple more, and then we'll get into the months. All right. Um, who wore number one last on the Eagles? Number one on the Eagles. Was he the uh, was he the kicker a couple of years ago? He was. Yeah, what's his name? Pa- uh, Parky, Cody Parky. No, not Cody Parky. Eagles, Ooh. Eagles. Feely? No, I feel no, it. no, no. The guy who was who, there forever. Yeah, who was yeah. the kicker? Rob, not, 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 um, not Rob. Who was the Eagles kicker? Um, no, no, no. I can see him in my. I can yeah, see so him. can I. Oh. Um, oh wait, hold on, hold on. We can do this. We can do this. Caleb Sturgis. Wait, wait, was he the oh, kicker? No. Is Cody? He, he was either the kicker or the punter. Oh, if he was the punter, I don't know. Wait, who was he the kicker? Who, uh, Dawson? No, was, was Dawson was the Cody old Parkey. kicker? Parkey. No, it wasn't. Well, I'm thinking the old kicker. Was that like Phil Dawson? Oh, I was like AJ Feely. This guy's bald. Let's put it that way. Jay Feely. What's, what's, his, no. what's his initials? It was, it was a C J. CJ. Yeah, first name C. I don't think this is. I think I know. Who is it? Cameron Johnston. Yeah, no. That has to be the punter. I don't think. Yeah, All right, one more. This is looking Phil Dawson was the kicker, right? The lefty. I oh, my, no oh my gosh, I can't remember that at all. all I, could, right. I could be way off. All right, Paul, Are, we look like idiots to our fans right now. <laughs> I mean, you hey, I'll, give, I'll give you two name, more yeah. just because the, the last one you'll get. This one, I, Paul might get well, this give one. Give us, give us one that we could get and then give us this. Give us the one we could get and then give us the, right. the tough one. To end. Who wore number nine before Joe Burrow? Nine before Burrow. Palmer? Oh, yeah, Carson Palmer. Yeah, Palmer. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They had him on this list. People were furious at the NFL for having him on here. <laughs> Why? Because it's a bunch of, like, no names. Oh, and then Carson. And then yeah, Carson yeah, yeah. Palmer's on there. Right, who's, right. uh, and then this one is for Paul. Who wore number 18 before Justin Sydney Jefferson? Rice. No. Uh, Sidney Rice wore 18 for sure. Um, there was another before, after that? It was before Justin Jefferson. Who wore this? Uh, before, before Jefferson, 18. Yeah. Looks like a punter and or a kicker. Uh, definitely not a kicker. Yeah, to be a punter. No clue. No way. This is a wide receiver. Um, Greg Jennings. No, his name starts with a J. Hold on. And his last name ends in an L. Uh, it's got to be a punter. Or starts with an L. Sorry. Um, you're not a real fan. I might not be. <laughs> Eighteen. Uh, he's got to be the punter. It wasn't a kicker. 
JL. Jordan, Jack. I was so I was pretty Jack. confident about Jeff. Jeff. It's definitely Jeff. 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 Yeah. Ziggy's definitely looking this up. I see those little hands. Yeah, eyes. Eyes. Eyes yeah. My hands are right here. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell was our punter? Jeff Locke? Jeff yeah. Locke. Yeah, Jeff yeah. Locke. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Paul. That's Paul. Well, that's yeah. teamwork right there. Well, so you know why I knew Vikings that? Fans. Because at the same time, the Pirates had a pitcher named Jeff Locke. We were talking about it. Oh, we have a Jeff Locke. Oh, yeah. So do we. Jeff Locke was good. I think he was a lefty, if I'm remembering. He was, he was okay. For he was, well, he didn't he go to Georgia? Georgia special teams. I think I, I can't remember Jeff. I, I mean, obviously, I don't remember Jeff Locke. Too I want to well. do this one. Just, I think he was okay. I want to do one more just for Jack because he said this guy's name like eight times. Who won number one on Chicago before Justin Fields? How did I say his name like eight times? Yeah, you said it. Parky. Like, Parky. 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 Yeah, that, yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I. I really was thinking it would would have been Sidney Rice, but I can remember Jeff Locke wearing eighteen now. There's some other oh, good ones. Oh, you know what it was? Parky's double dunk against Philly. That's yeah, what I was thinking. I was yeah. thinking of Philly, number one kicker. Yeah, there's some other good ones on here, like who wore 87 before Kelsey. Was Steve Maneri? Cody Parkey, I just looked up. He did wear number one in Philly. Oh, really? When did yeah. He, was he after Cameron Johnson? No, it was 2014 to 2015. That was like the beginning of his career. When was Cameron Johnson? Who, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't who know. Knows. Who knows? Who Cameron knows Johnson was around as recently as 2021. Let's go to the Munson. Oh, let's go to the Munson. All right, let's, let's do the Munson and get out of here. Yeah. The order will be Ziggy, Paul, Jack. If you can't remember how this works, we draft Munson, and Zach determines who has the best big three or the best team of months. Uh, in this case, it would be months. So, Ziggy, why don't you start us off with the months draft? December. Fuck Done. Man. Free money. I, I mean, away hot money. chocolate, Christmas. You know, the snow starts to fall and it's just, it's a magic. Mariah Carey's on the, uh, like on the radio station. December's just a magical month. Easy December, number one. So was every other month. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. You like the freezing bitter cold. You're a cold-hearted man. You know, if it's not for the freezing bitter cold, you can't have a hot chocolate around a bonfire. Yeah, you could. Do you not like presents, Jack? I mean, December's the one one. December's the one one. It's 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 an amazing month. Remember, uh, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, okay, we'll go with. Um, yeah, I will not say it. The uh, two second pick for me. Sorry, I'm a little, little, little flustered after the thought that crossed my mind. Um, the number two pick for me. I really do feel like I got screwed out of the one there because <laughs> after saying December, that was just horrible. Okay, the number two pick. I'm going to go with May, and the reason is you get a little bit of spring. You get a little bit of summer at the end. Love Memorial Day. The start of the summer is great. Feels like the Friday almost. I think June is really the Friday of summer. But May, the final couple weeks is just everything's great. All this, all the leaves are finally starting to come out. Everyone's happy. May number two. I'm going to go with October. Great because month. it's my birthday month. It really is a great month. You got Halloween. The weather's nice. Not too cold. Not too hot. Uh Football's beginning. Football, football's in full swing, honestly, at that point. You're looking ahead to Thanksgiving and Christmas. October is a phenomenal month. I love October as well. My birthday month, my father's birthday month. Oh, everyone's birthday month. Friend Andrew, or I, my cousin, a bunch of people. October. Our friend Mike. Everyone. Nobody likes October. What do you mean? October's... You like October. Football, football, great football. I like, I like, I like full one, swing, yeah. yeah. Full swing. I like one month in particular. You probably like like the worst. Yeah, I mean. All right, let's hold on. Let's let's get through this, and then All right, you, can Jack, you have the. So I get back to back now. Yeah, back to back. I wasn't even thinking. The turn. Now uh, it's interesting here with months. How do you balance out your teams? Like if you're a fall guy, you know, let's just pretend you're a fall guy, and you take September or something. You know, maybe you don't want to stack up on fall. Maybe you want to be more well balanced. <laughs> 
I'm going to... I'm not anticipating him saying September. I'm going to go with March solely because I believe it's the... Oh, it is horrible the, pick. It's the three best horrible weeks pick. of the entire year. Oh. March is a great Watching the Four. NCAA no, tournament. No. Four. Don't forget the greatest start it, to the March. Birth, Zach's birthday. birthday. Your birthday. That's right. No, no, no. So you get the... First of all, the worst month of the year is over. That's February. And you get the three best weeks of the sports year with the NCAA tournament. March. That's what I'm talking about, Jack. Dude, people don't yep. realize how much March sucks. It is freezing cold still. It is miserable what outside. Do you mean? March is a, a miserable. No, but month. you're getting towards spring. The NCAA tournament, like, look, the NCAA tournament is amazing. But the rest of March, I mean, oh, it blows. Yeah, oh, how can you not look forward to March 2nd? I'm inviting the boys I over. Love, I love your Having birthday. some stromboli yeah, with a little pasta with vodka sauce no, no, homemade by my great. mother. The, the month itself is just, well, I mean, no, no. it is March, freezing. It's, March, oh. you're looking ahead to spring. April soon, yeah, May April, soon. April's better. That's April. April's better than March. And December's not freezing? Like, no, what the heck? What are we talking no, here? There's a tournament December has, December has the, the Chris, all Christmas. Okay. The whole, like, I, the there's, okay. there's no NCAA tournament in here. What's in April? God, I do love the conference tournaments as well. The whole month, the month of March is you know what's in best. April? April showers. You know what they bring? I mean, April's a great sports Many month. Flowers. It's one oh. of the best sports months. Oh, yeah. by by a mile. The first half of March is just uh, other than Zach's no. birthday. No, you got conference tournaments March seventh. Uh, like, but you know what it is too? The the two months, the two worst months of the year are over when you get to March. Fair enough. Fair enough. I can get behind that argument. Okay, that brings it to me now with May. Oof. You know, I'm gonna go here. I'm going to double dip with uh, May and June. I'm a huge June fan. I mean, that like when you're a kid, school gets out. Again, the Friday of summer, you still got everything to look forward to. Your vacations, it's not too hot. Like July gets very hot around here. Like June's just a beautiful month. Everyone's happy again. Barbecues start to happen. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh May and June, that back-to-back. Mm. All right, Ziggy, you have the most wonderful time of the year. What are you going to pair that with? I, I hate to double dip in the winter, but you can get an absolute cornering on sports of January, and that's what I'm going to pick. We got all the college football in December oh and January. <laughs> we got the college football national championship. We got a hot NHL playoffs. You got the Australian <laughs> NHL Open. playoffs? What the hell are you talking or about? NFL, excuse me. Uh, it's the NHL regular season. <laughs> you got some of the better conference playing college basketball, but it's it's those bowl games in that national championship of college I mean, football. You guys are chilling off the bottom See, of my like, list. I, I can't really knock Ziggy anymore because I took March solely for the NCAA tournament. January's so, fun. I, I mean, I mean, I love the NFL playoffs, but man, Ziggy. I mean, January for a sports fan, oh, honestly, great, is awesome. Great month. Yeah. But, so that, and that's, but, that's but, his but angle. You, but you know. But then, <laughs> I, I mean, mean you, January is a horrible month, but like... I mean, February is the worst. He's going for sports. Like, sports fan, yes. Yeah, you guys you guys can sell me on January and March for sports, but I... I Skeptical. Like I the mean, rest of the world will not agree. I mean, let's see. Ziggy might take February here and blow up. Well, there's only one, there's only one month that's got a, a famous song about how great it is. It's August. gone unpicked. September. Hmm. Oh, do you remember, remember the twenty first night of September? See, see, my mind went to the Taylor Swift. Well, August done. I mean, September's a great month, right? Like the weather's not too hot. Football's back. You know, you start to have like like real like fall fall things start happening. You can start getting apple cider and all that. But September's a nice month. I mean, the song steals it. Give me September all day. It's a nice month. I like September. I it's mean, just it's a sleeper month. It's just a low key solid month. This is tough for me here now because I look at May and June, 
amazing months. And I actually have one of my top five months still left on the board here in July. But I don't know if I want my team to be May, June, and July. Because yeah, then you go on the road in cold weather and you get, you get murdered. May, June, July feels <laughs> like we have weaknesses. We have weaknesses. So I will, I will go one below that, and I will take November. I like no. I, I love Thanksgiving. It's my second favorite, right behind Christmas, and it kind of kicks off that best time of the year for me is November to yeah. December, and I I just love that that time of the, the end. The second half, the first half of November is okay. It's really kind of carrying over from October with football and stuff. But uh, why why are you laughing, Ziggy? I think it's a comical month choice. <laughs> <laughs> I love Thanksgiving, so I'll have November. Um, I have to imagine. You go July here. One thousand percent. Yeah. July's on the board. July Saturday the Saturday of the summer. July fourth, America's birthday. Barbecue season. Nice weather. Sun shining. July's great. We're in the pool. People are happy. Cornhole. It's bright outside. Cornhole. Cornhole. You understand my dilemma though. I can keep the list going on and on July. If you were me, would you have taken July? No, because you already had May and June. Yeah. So I understood. But for me who has September and March. (laughs) I'm just saying, America's more. birthday is in September. No, it's July 4th. No, it's September, September 17th. Signing of the Constitution. You're talking about whatever articles of confederation. Oh, we're just going to shoot some people and not when actually When do we govern. celebrate America? You should <laughs> celebrate on September Amer- Just tell me when we celebrate America. All right, so what, what went undrafted? We had August, <laughs> April, and February. I feel like those are good months to go undrafted. Yeah. August start of school. April is the cruelest month. February is short and See, miserable. What you're talking about, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. right, that's right for February. Yeah. What you're talking about with April is the way I would describe March. No offense, Zach. No offense. Well, well February. It, no offense. Well, you got nothing in February because March again. You have the tournament. People, that's the best thing in the world. Your February break. February. That's all you have. But you have it's the Super Bowl's over in early February. You're like you don't have the tournament yet. Don't forget about the 14th, guys. Lover's Day. Lover's oh, Paradise. no. Valentine's well, Day makes it worse, not bad. <laughs> I mean, we have four single men here. So Valentine's Day did nothing. Nothing. I mean, horrible month. All right. So there you go. So we have Ziggy with December, January, and September. Paul with May, June, and November. And Jack with October, March, and July. I think I, I, think I blew you guys out. I'm just saying. Like, I, think, I don't think anything that's close. And the winner today's draft goes to Jack. That was, that was, it was a great draft. I, I think March is March questionable. Is, no, March is not questionable. Oh, wait. No. Oh, yeah. You had sex. <laughs> 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 you have to understand. You don't know who you're picking for. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. You don't know who you're picking for. Good draft. Ziggy's a close second. Okay. Good draft. Okay. I can love of that. I would have won if it weren't for the... Yeah. What's wrong? What's, what? Were you January and September are better than, than June and November? He's got also, Paul, you should remember December. December's just so awesome. December is yeah. amazing. I, I think January was so you're bad. You're a December guy, too. You're a December oh, a guy. December's guy. great. Yeah. I mean, Bro, getting December is like right getting Shaq in right your right big three. No, not right above this room. Right to our right. Giant Christmas tree. Giant Christmas tree. Oh, December. The last December's 20. Amazing. I think like December 23rd. 23 like, years. Family get together. I think Ziggy could have bodied us if he took July. You know why, too? People are just so oh, much happier in December. People are just so much happier in December. Oh, yeah. no, d- Yeah, well, the holidays, Again, yeah. How, yeah. The end of Thanksgiving to basically like, New Year's is just... Well, the problem is Thanksgiving is yeah. becoming like, irrelevant. People are like... Oh. When you go to stores, there's not one Thanksgiving oh, thing anymore. Well, that's, that's, because, that's because, to me, 
it's not been commercialized. I have yeah, yeah, Thanksgiving. You know what's great about Thanksgiving though? There's one great thing. Thank, bag a bag day, yeah. A bag day. I mean, that is a good day. Well, that it's Wednesday before Thanksgiving is like one of the best nights of the year. Super fun night. Yeah. Oh, God. Last year. Jack and Paul black oh, out God, every Ziggy, night. It was bad. No, no, no. We do. All right. I mean, you, you, no. you did black out. We don't need this on air. That I didn't. I know stretch, I did black out. But. The stretch from Thanksgiving to day. New Year's <laughs> is awesome. Because I am blacking out most nights. That's right. <laughs> I'm not a big eggnog <laughs> fan, though. I wish I liked eggnog more. Eggnog's not bad. Oh, by the way, Ziggy, we're all Hallmark 24 Christmas here. Movies. We're all 24. Oh, we deserve... We could, we could have a drink here and there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could have a drink as a, as a saying we black out. I did not black out on Thanksgiving. I just had a, a very fun night. That was an awesome night. You know what? Here's the key. If that's what you want to call it, Paul. Yeah. If you're listening and you're 21 or older, you can have a fun night, but never be the worst one there. Okay. You know what? That's if, if Bud Light wants to sponsor us or anyone wants to sponsor no, us, no, no, no. we'll push this message. That's it. Like, listen, listen. You can have a fun night, but do not be the worst one there. Oh, even, we already know who the worst one. Even there. second, <laughs> we, we, <laughs> worst one was that no, no, night. We, we're not gonna say that. Don't, you don't have to be the second. Probably don't want to be second. If you could come in at third and or, or below there, yeah. that you're having a great time. Yeah. We all think of the, the same people. Though. That's the ride. That's the line that I ride. You're rattling us off. Second, third. <laughs> yeah. Look, we were probably like third or fourth. <laughs> no, I, I already know who number one right. was that Before night. Before Zach but... starts listening names, we will call that a show. List names. We'll uh, see you on Thursday for our Thursday show. I'm not sure what division yet. Maybe NFC West or NFC South. Uh, that's oh, what we have next. Did you, did you not tell them they're getting special episodes? Paul's leaving us soon, so we have to make some nice special episodes. Yeah, so we have to record a couple. We'll be du- doubling up on some recordings this week because I'll be gone for a week, and it'll be nice to. It'll be good for us to take a little break and uh, refresh before August starts. August, which would be probably the tenth or eleventh best month according to our Sunday of the summer. Here. It's a Sunday of the summer. Yeah, a little well, sad, like, well, but once still, the NFL season's going, I mean, it's going to be pedal to the metal for us. Yeah. So yeah. So if you're enjoying this, please. Um, Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Tell a friend. Every subscriber goes a long way. We're trying to... Uh, oh, we want to thank you guys for 600. Actually, 650 now. Yeah, 650. 650. That's exciting. Yeah, that's yeah, that's exciting stuff. Thank exciting you. stuff. Yeah, so on our way to our best month, too. Yep, been our best month. We appreciate everyone who's so listening. Keep, keep it up for us. Yeah, thank July. you very much. July. It's been our best month. July. July. Gosh, great pick, Jack. <laughs> we'll see you next time on the Paul Farrington Show. Thanks for listening. <laughs>